It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here. This is going to be an amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I will do this every single week. This week, I've been thinking about the idea of acceptance. I was talking with a coaching friend of mine about how people have a need to feel loved and accepted, and then he said something that blew my mind. He said, we all want to be accepted. People prefer that, but it is not required. Let's think about that for a second. High-achieving people don't care what other people think of them. In fact, many people who achieved greatly were initially told that they couldn't do it. High achievers frequently are told to be realistic or to not take risks. When you realize that acceptance by others is not required, it can actually be very liberating. It allows you to blaze your own path and fight for what you believe in. If you think about it, some of the people will always support you. Others will never support you. You won't win everybody over no matter what you do. So just take the opportunity to follow your dream without regard for what us think. After all, acceptance is preferred, but it is absolutely not required. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. Before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is Hugh Little. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Hugh Little is the sales wizard, and he has an extremely large and very special life goal. He wants to change the way the world perceives sales and salespeople. For too long now, sales and salespeople have had a really bad reputation, often deservedly so, because the process of selling has been seen as a type of competition between the seller and the buyer. Hughes coaching turns into selling into a fun, pleasant, profitable experience for salespeople and prospects alike. Hugh is the sales wizard, and after 40 years of in-the-field sales and sales management experience, he founded Red Cap Sales Coaching, so he... He could teach people to sell in a different way, in an authentically human way that connects the seller and buyer together in a mutually beneficial relationship. The man with the red cap is an accomplished author, speaker, and radio talk show host. He has helped large numbers of business owners and salespeople achieve outstanding results. As a public speaker, Hugh has motivated large business audiences across North America. We will discuss this and so much more on today's show. And with all of this in mind, here is my guest, Hugh Little. How are you? How are you, Hugh? Oh man, if I was any better, I'd be triplets, Brian, and then my wife would be in a lot of trouble because she said that one of me is just about enough. Oh my goodness! Well, I <laughs> certainly can understand and appreciate that. So here's the first question I ask everybody: uh, Tell us about your background, your backstory, where you started, what you learned and overcame, what brought you to where you are now. Well, I started out in uh, Syracuse, New York, and uh, lived there till I was 11 years old. My parents moved out to Colorado at that time, and, and I went to junior high and high school in Boulder. And uh, after a, 
about a year in college down in Arkansas, uh, I went into the service and was in the Air Force for four years. And I was uh, an Air Force weatherman, so uh, stationed several different places and ended up in Vietnam for a year and then um, down in the, the southern part of California when I came back to the States and uh, got out of the service and stayed in California, and I was out there for about uh, 35 years. I've been selling for over 40 years now, and uh, that's pretty much all I've done uh, most of my life, and started out doing sales in the financial services area, and uh, actually started out with an insurance company, and then uh, added products and services as I went along, and uh, about the last uh, 14 years that I spent in financial services was with a, a boutique in California that had just about every financial service you could possibly imagine. And so that was kind of where I started from and, and um, got, uh, got kind of burned out on uh, financial services after a while and decided that I would retire and kicked around and didn't do a whole lot for uh, – oh, maybe six months or so. And then I decided that I was really way too young to be a gentleman of leisure. So I um, went to work for a friend of mine uh, selling gym memberships just for the fun of it. And after a year, he called me into his office and he said, well, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news. And I said, well, listen, tell me the, the good news first because I like to have good news. And he said, well, you've increased the membership of the gym by 70% this last year. He said, that's the good news. The bad news is that I really don't have any room to expand, and I've got so many people now I don't know what to do with all of them. So he said, you don't have to leave today or anything, but you probably should start looking for something else to do. So I worked my way out of that job. Wow. And um, over the over the years, I've sold a lot of different things, a lot of different types of things for different companies. Um, I've sold advertising. I've sold uh, uh, roofing. I've sold alarm systems. Believe it or not, I sold milk. And I was the uh, uh, sales manager at a local dairy in Colorado. And mm. uh, then... Uh, uh, started my coaching business in 2008 and just kind of decided my wife and I had been talking for quite a while about the fact that what I was doing for all of these other companies because I did a lot of training and coaching and writing sales manuals and a lot of different things for the, the various companies that I worked for and we had talked a lot about the fact that uh, having a, a sales coaching or sales training business uh, would be just a perfect fit for me and we had the resources and decided it was time to uh to time to pull the trigger on that and do that and so in october of 2008 red cap sales coaching was born and uh, i've never had more fun doing anything in my entire life than i have in uh, teaching other people how to sell and i think there comes a, a point in everyone's career, if they've done something over a very long period of time, there comes a point in life, Brian, where it's it's time to teach a younger generation, a new generation of people uh, coming up how to do what you know how to do. And and I must say that in, in selling, 
I learned a lot of what I learned just from hard experience and from making a lot of mistakes. Mm. And one of the goals that that I have in my coaching business is to help my clients shortcut that process and not have to learn everything that I had to learn over that period of time uh, by messing up and making mistakes and not doing it right and then having to to fix it. Yeah. And uh, it's been a it's been an interesting process because selling is something that's constantly changing. Um, I just did a second edition of my book because some of the things that I had written three years before were really kind of outdated, and I had learned more and and tried different things that worked even better than what I was doing back then. And so much of what I teach is just from experience. Yeah. And uh, I I do have I do have that huge life goal that uh-huh. uh, I, I really do want to change the way that the world perceives sales and salespeople because yeah. we don't have a very good reputation. No, and uh, that's well deserved, by the way, <laughs> in a sure. lot of cases because of the way we did it for years. Yeah, um, but there's a there's a better way to sell, and it's it's more effective. And we've got a we've got a different uh, group of pr- prospective clients and customers that we're working with nowadays. We've got the internet. We've got just a, a totally different way of relating to people than than we've ever had in the past. And uh, I think it's very important for salespeople to learn how to do that and how to do it well. Exactly. We've got about three minutes to our first break. So let me just add this, Hugh, because a lot of people hate sales. They shudder at the idea of having to sell anything. But you love it, and it's very evident that you're passionate about this. Why do you love sales so much? To me, uh, Brian, selling is a process of helping other people do what they want to do and get what they want to get. And, um, you know, Jesus of Nazareth said once upon a time that it's better to give than to receive. Mm -hmm. And I've learned through uh, the experience of my life that that really is true, that when we were able to focus on what we can give to other people, it it blesses our lives in so many ways. And I think that's really the reason that I love sales so much is that it's a way to help. It's a way to serve. uh, It's a way to do things for other people. Yeah, absolutely. So what motivated you to write your book in the first place? Um, The the book really is – it's an overview of all of the things that I teach clients sort of in the basic training part of uh, of the work that I do with them. And it's something that I carried around in my head for years and years and finally just uh, got out on paper. And really the reason for writing the book is that uh, I have a pretty hefty life goal when I'm 66 years old. And even though I plan to die at age 125 shot by a jealous husband, uh, there's only a limited amount of time and an awful lot of salespeople in the world. And so the book is just simply a vehicle to try to get um, the philosophy of, philosophy of sales that I teach out to just as many people as I can. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, while I'm thinking about where can people find this book? Well, there's a couple of places. We Amazon.com. Uh, there's, there's a Kindle version. And uh, if you... 
if you subscribe to their their monthly subscription service, you can actually get the book uh, without paying anything additional to the the nine ninety nine or whatever it is that it, it costs for the the Amazon subscription. You can also get the the soft cover there, or you can go to um, salesisfun.com slash books and you can purchase it there for the same uh, same thing that you would purchase it for on Amazon and you mm-hmm. get a signed copy of the book that way if you want it. That's great. We'll talk more about the book after the break. Please stay with us. This is Success Profiles Radio. is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. Solave, we think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solave with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use, and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solave is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solave with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solave revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright. My very special guest this week is Hugh Little, and he is the author of the book we are going to talk about next. Uh, but before we go there, uh, let me tell you where you can find me. You can find me on Facebook. My fan page is Success Profiles Radio. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Brian K. Wright. You can also find my new book, which is called Success Profiles, Mental Toughness and Sales, which is based on interviews that I did earlier this year with Scott Lopez, Jeffrey Gittimer, and Eric Lofholm, talking about the importance of mindset. 
uh, talking about the importance of, of the role of sales in our, in our economy and so, so much more. Uh, pick it up at Amazon. You can go to the Amazon Kindle store. Uh, look for Brian K. right in the Amazon Kindle store. And again, it's called Success Profiles, Mental Health Tips and Sales. You can also download and subscribe to the show anytime you want for free on iTunes. So here, once again, is Hugh Little. Hugh, tell us about your book. What is it called and uh, how did you pick the title for this book? Well, the book is called Take the Icky and Scary Out of Sales, and it is the second edition. The first edition, uh, the the title was actually um, Selling for Fun and Profit, and the subtitle was Take the Icky and Scary Out of Sales. And everybody liked the Take the Icky out and Scary Out of Sales so much that when I put the second edition out, we just we just called the book that. And where that where that comes from is one of the very first uh, sales classes that I taught when I started my my coaching practice. Uh, we were talking about um, how sales had gotten such a bad reputation, and the fact that. Um, so many people have, have tried through the years to uh, manipulate or shame or arm twist or argue. And we were talking about being on the receiving end of a, of a hard sell uh, sales pitch. And I asked the question, how does that how does it feel to you when that when somebody treats you that way when it happens? And I, I got a number of different words, but one of my students wrinkled her nose up and said, icky. And I just thought that was such a great uh, description that when it came time to write the book, I decided I'd use that in the title of the book. Yeah, because I don't think I've ever seen that word used in the title of a book before. So I, I had to ask you, where did that come from? It's a very interesting story. And we already talked about why you wrote your book. So let's talk about a few things some themes that are in this book. Tell us about the attitudes that take you to success in sales. First of all, you have to believe in yourself. I just wrote a, read a quote the other day that I thought was uh, amazingly great. In fact, it was so great that I reposted it on my Facebook page. And it said that 86% of the uh, of success in any project that you undertake is knowing that you can. And and selling is a set of attitudes and skills that can be taught and learned. Anybody can learn how to how to be great at sales if they want to make the effort and if they want to put the time in and if they want to put the things that they learn into action. And so that's the first thing is just believing in ourselves, believing that we really can do that. Maybe it's even as simple sometimes, Brian, as, as believing that we're the kind of person that anyone would want to sit down and have a conversation with. And uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of people who don't believe that about themselves. But if you just believe yeah. that much, that you're the kind of person that somebody would have a good time just talking with, uh, you can turn that into to an, an immense uh, success story in selling. The Absolutely. second thing, second thing is that you have to believe in your company. And yeah. if you, uh, this is especially true. I, entrepreneurs don't have a, a lot of trouble with that most of the time, but I think sometimes that people that sell for for other companies, companies that they're not the owners of, do have a challenge with that. 
and they have a challenge with the way that their company treats the employees or the customer service that they give, or they think that the product or service that they're trying to sell is overpriced. And you see, if you don't believe in in your company, and if you don't believe in the product or service that you're selling, and that's the third thing, is uh-huh. believing that your product or service not only is a good deal, but it's it's the best thing that anybody could possibly do. Um, if you don't believe that, then you need to find something else to sell, or you need to find another company to represent. Uh, yeah. Because if you don't believe in it, your your prospective client or customer will feed back to you exactly the energy that you put out to them. Uh-huh. So, so if you're confident in your product or service, they will be too. If you're fearful, they will be too. Uh, if you think it's not really a good deal and you're just going to try to sell it anyway, they'll pick up on it and they'll feel the same way about it. Yeah. So, so those are that's that's really the mindset. And I would say, Brian, that in addition to that, it's it's tremendously important that our our focus be on the prospective client and not on ourselves. And the mindset has to be that we're going to help that person uh, do what they want to do rather than trying to get them to do what we want them to do. Absolutely. So that leads me to a really important question. If you are looking for a client that has a true need for what you're doing, how do you find that person to connect with in the first place? How do you find and connect with your ideal clients? Well, that's a process of sitting down and really doing some thinking and planning. And uh, it it can be part of a business plan, but I think in addition to a good business plan, that a business also needs to have a good sales plan. And you need to really sit down and think about what your your ideal client really looks like. You know, who are they? Would you rather work with men or women? Would you rather work with uh, senior age guys like me or people in their 20s? Uh, do you want to just deal with local people, or do you want to deal with people all over the United States or all over the world? Um, what kind of socioeconomic level do people need to be in in order to really be able to afford your product or service? And when you start really sitting down and planning and asking yourself those questions and answering those questions, then it becomes um, – it becomes fairly clear after a while who it is that you really want to talk with. And then it's a matter of figuring out where they hang out. <laughs> you know, what, where, how can you get uh, in touch with them? How can you connect with them? How can you get acquainted with them? And sometimes the answer to that is social media. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's uh, that they play golf and you play golf. And so you can, you can connect with them there. Uh, sometimes it's church. Sometimes it's uh, networking groups. But that's another really important question that you have to answer for yourself is how can I get in touch with them? And then the last thing is uh, what am I going to say to them when I do connect with them? You know, what, sure. How am I going to sell to them? Absolutely, which leads me to a really important question. Uh, you have to have something to say. Sometimes people talk and think that just talking will eventually get them somewhere. That's like trying to drive from one place to another without having a map. So how do you have a fun and profitable sales conversation? Because this is something you talk about in your book, and I hadn't really thought of that construct before. Obviously, 
your sales process should result in a profit somehow. But a lot of people don't talk about making it fun. So how do you have a fun and profitable sales conversation with somebody? Well, I think I think the the first key to that, Brian, is that it needs to be a conversation, <laughs> and I. Uh, I, I really urge my clients and, and and my readers in the book, I urge them to stop doing sales presentations and just start having sales conversations. And if, you know, I guess if you're somebody that doesn't like people and you don't like to talk to people, then you probably should find a different profession than, than selling. But if you're somebody who really likes to have conversations with people and you're interested in people, uh, it's it's totally fun sitting down and finding out about other folks, find out how they think and, and how they feel, and and uh, ask them questions about what challenges they might be facing that your product or service could solve for them, or what goals they're trying to achieve that your product or service could help them with. And to me, that is that's just total fun interacting with other people and trying to find ways to partner with them to to help them in their lives. Um and so that that's the that's really the first thing I think is is going from that idea that I have to be very formal and I have to um tell them all about my product or service and I have to tell them how in detail how everything works because people really aren't that interested in how everything works. Your your prospective client only has one question in mind, really, when they sit down to talk with you, and that is, what's in it for me? If yes. I buy your product or your service, how is that going to help make my life better, easier, more productive, more profitable, uh, more free? How am I going to be happier? Uh, what's it going to do for me if I do that? And if you can find out what people need and then clearly communicate to them um, what's in it for them if they take advantage of your product or service, and a high percentage of the time, you, you'll have a new client. Yes. And, and so, again, I, just, uh, I find that to be uh, just a tremendous amount of fun because it, because it is a conversation. Yeah, absolutely. We've got about one minute to our next break. Um, this topic may spill over to the next segment, but uh, organizing your day and getting the most important things done in every, every day uh, is so important. Can you tell us briefly if there's a process that you follow to get your most important things done every day? There is a process uh, involved in that, and it actually goes back to the 1920s uh, to a gentleman by the name of Ivy Lee. And um, and uh, he had a he had a meeting with Charles Schwab back then, and I I don't know whether you want to hold that story over until the next segment or not, but we probably really should. that yeah. really that interaction was uh, is the basis for every time management program that exists that I know of today. All right, that's great. We'll be coming right right after this next break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us.
mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our double green plan. Double green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, empowering women to build a successful business, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At the ripe age of five, she was already interpreting information in documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience and those of her guests, she provides you with valuable steps to empower you to reach financial independence. Martha A. Sanchez is a registered nurse with a Bachelor in Nursing and Master's of Business Administration. She's a business coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Moss International, LLC. Her diverse work experience brings you expertise in areas essential to customer service, social media, and budgeting. The Mommy to Mogul radio show furthers her personal mission of empowering women to help them build successful businesses so they can reach financial independence. Join Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Hugh Little. And his book is called Take the Icky Out of and Scary, Out of Sales. And you can find that book on Amazon in the Kindle store. So we were talking uh, at, the begin, uh, at the end of the last segment about how do you organize your most important tasks of the day. And there's a story that we did not get to talk about that I would like to revisit now. So, Hugh, you were talking about Charles Schwab and time management. So go ahead and, and tell us your story. All right. Well, there was a gentleman by the name of Ivy Lee in the 1920s who was an efficiency expert. And the story goes that he made an appointment with Charles Schwab. Now, this wasn't the investment guy. This was the investment guy's grandfather, who was at that time the head of the U.S. Steel Corporation, um, Bethlehem Steel. And um, Ivy Lee uh, told Schwab, I'd like to spend some time with your management team and just um, kind of see what they're doing and then come back to you with some suggestions. And Schwab said that would be fine. And so Ivy Lee went back to Charles Schwab and said, uh, actually, I only have one suggestion for you. And uh, he said, I'd like for, your, to, for you to have your management team 
try that for three months, and at the end of the three months, just send me a check for whatever you think the idea was worth. And at the end of that three-month period of time, Schwab sent Ivy Lee a check for $25,000. Now, in the 20s, that was the purchasing power of about a million dollars worth. Yeah. And Schwab saw that much value in the idea. And it was simply this. Sit down and make a list of everything that you'd like to do today. And I want to just take an aside here real quickly and say that that making your list and doing the most important things, are it's based, first of all, on your values, what's important to you in life. And then secondly, on your goals. What is it that you want to achieve in various areas of your life? If you, if you have those two things down first, then you can take Ivy Lee's um, system and you can use it very, very effectively. So the first thing is make a list of everything you want to do today. Secondly, you go through that list and you prioritize A, B, C, and I added a D to it. Uh, it was just A, B, and C in Ivy Lee's uh, uh, system. The A's are things that are vital. They must yeah. be done, and they must be done today. If they're not, there's going to be some some real consequences. Uh, you're going to get a divorce, or your business is going to go bankrupt, or you're going to get arrested, or you know, there's there, there's some real dire consequence if you don't do it and do it right now. The B's are things that aren't that vital. They don't absolutely have to be done today, but they are important, and they may become A's later down the line. C's are things that it would be really nice to do, but they're neither vital nor important. And B's are things that can either be del deleted off of the list, list or delegated to somebody else that you don't really have to do at all. Uh. Now, once you go through and... and uh, prioritized by A, B, C, and D, um, you, you take your A's and you list them in order of importance. So it's A1, A2, A3, however many A's you have that have to be done. And you do the same thing with the B's and the C's. Yeah. Then you take your A1 priority. That is the most important thing, the most vital thing that has to be accomplished today you go to your calendar and you look you 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 estimate how long it's going to take you to complete that A1 task you find uh, an open place in your calendar for the day and that's where you insert that A1 mm. you work on the A1 during that period of time if it takes you longer um then wherever you have your A2 scheduled, wherever you have that in your in your time schedule for the, the day, you go ahead and work on the A1 until it's finished. And then you start on the A2, and then you go to the B1, and then the B2, however many things you've put fit into your schedule. Now, if you don't get anything finished except the A1, if that's the only thing that you accomplish, you can look back at the end of the day and say, I didn't get everything done that I really wanted to get done, but the most important thing got finished. That's and great. In a nutshell, that's that's the system. Yeah, I've heard something very similar to that, and uh, that's 
that is an outstanding system. It really is because it really forces you to think about what is really, really important versus nice to get done. And it really helps you to prioritize whatever it is that you need to do in that day. So let's move to a different topic because there's so much that we can talk about. Let's talk about interacting with different personality types because no matter what industry we are in, no matter what our careers are, we're going to be working with people who don't have the same personality type and, in fact, very frequently can be the exact opposite of who we are. So talk to us about the different personality types and styles that you work with and how do you effectively interact with them in a sales situation? Well, there are... uh Four basic styles, and all of those styles can be divided again and again and again, but we'll just talk about the four basic ones. Um, and and sort of the, the way that you determine what style somebody is is uh, think about a horizontal line and a vertical line making a cross, and both of those lines are continuums. So way up at the top of... Um, uh, the vertical line are people who are task oriented down at the very bottom of that line are people who are relationship oriented and somebody could be could be any place on that line any place on that continuum on the horizontal line over on the left hand side there are people who um like to move slowly they make decisions slowly they're introverted uh they they just don't go very, very quickly. Over on the far right side, there are people who make decisions very quickly. They talk quickly. They move quickly. They're extroverted. Uh, they're just rocking and rolling all the time. And, again, you could be any place on that line, any place on that continuum. That's the way that you can almost immediately tell what somebody's social style is or what their primary dominant social style is. Uh, if you meet somebody and and they look you in the eye and they shake hands firmly and and they're they're talkative and they're extroverted, you can you can see that almost immediately. If there's somebody that wants to to get right to whatever the task is, let's get down to business, let's let's get to the bottom line, let's do it now. You've got somebody who's task oriented. If you have somebody that wants to spend time talking about personal things and getting acquainted and building relationship, then they're more relationship oriented. It doesn't take very long. Normally within the first few minutes of uh, meeting a new person, you can kind of tell where they are. Now, the person who is task-oriented and they like to move quickly and they're extroverted, we'll call that a driver style. Uh, the person who is also task-oriented but they move very, very slowly, uh, they're analytical style. If they like to move slowly but they're relationship-oriented, then they're what we call an amiable style. And if they like to go fast and they're relationship-oriented, then they are expressive style folks. I have I've worked with with clients who are all of those four styles, and just the, the kinds of things that that this helps with. And I'm just going to use the example of my marriage because I happen to be married to my opposite number. Uh, she's exactly the opposite social style from me. And by the way, that's not unusual. We 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 like people who are different than we are, and we fall in love with our opposite. And the reason for that is that we have strengths and weaknesses that are different from theirs, 
and and the other way around as well. So, um, just as just as an example of how this how this kind of works, um, my wife is really task oriented, and so she wants to get down to business and get things done. I'm really relationship oriented, and so I like to build relationships with people. I like to talk. It's not as important to me to to get the task done. So we have to we have to adjust to each other. Sometimes I have to. Well, I've I've learned through the years, Brian, that when my wife says, uh, "Honey, there's a light bulb in there that that needs to be changed," she doesn't mean sometime in the next few days. She means get up and fix and and get that light bulb changed right now. Yeah. <laughs> and and so. You see, if you can learn to adjust to people's styles and if you can learn to meet their needs and communicate with them in the way that they want to be communicated with, uh, then then you're using this, this social style, uh, relationship style framework in a really, really positive way. Um, another example and treating people the way that they want to be treated. When my wife gets sick, she wants everybody to leave her alone. Just go away and leave me alone. I can take care of myself. I'll get my own medicine. If I want something, I'll get up and get it. Just leave me alone until I feel better. Uh, if I get sick, I want somebody to fuss over me. You know, Take my temperature, bring me crackers and 7-Up, and, and, you know, just, just kind of make a fuss. Yeah. And and so you see we're completely different. So we have to understand those differences between us and we have to make adjustments. Now it's the same way in selling. I'm a I'm a combination of being very very expressive. Mm-hmm. What what a uh what a surprise that is, huh Brian? All right, we've got 1 minute to the break by the way. Okay. And um and so if I'm seconds. if I'm dealing with somebody who wants lots of facts and figures and they want charts and graphs and they want to make decisions very slowly I have to adjust my pace to theirs. I have yeah. to sell with to them and and communicate with them in a way that fits them and meets their needs. Right. And that's exactly. true of any style looking at an opposite style. You bet. And we are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly the show goes. We will come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. 
business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion. Every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, you will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Hugh Little. And let's talk about what you think is the biggest mistake that salespeople make. Um, I, I actually think there are two, Brian. Okay. Um, and uh, one is not focusing on the prospect. If If you go out to have a sales conversation and you're thinking about the commission that you can make or the money that you can bring into your company, uh, if you successfully conclude this sale, your focus is in the wrong place. If you're thinking about the disagreement you just had with your spouse or that your kids are driving you nuts, instead of focusing on the client, your focus is in the wrong place. Right. Uh, if you're thinking about the, the fact that your sales manager or your boss is going to be mad at you if, you're, if you don't make this sale, your focus is in the wrong place. And even if you're just thinking about what you're going to do after work today, the party you're going to or the game you're going to or whatever, your focus is in the wrong place. You need to put your focus on your prospective client or customer. Uh, the, second, the second big mistake that I think that uh, too often salespeople are still making in this day and time um, is feeling like they have to get the prospect to do what they, the salesperson, wants them to do. And, uh, and there's, there's so, much, uh, so much arguing and cajoling and shaming and that sort of thing that still goes on uh, in, in the process of, uh, of some people doing sales. Uh, that it's really quite unbelievable in this day and time that it still does go on, but it does. Yeah, um, absolutely. And, and sales isn't about manipulating people, and I know there are a lot of sales coaches and, and sales trainers out there that don't agree with me about this, but I really honestly don't believe that good sales is about manipulating anybody or convincing them or uh, getting them to do something that they don't want to do. It's not about that. It's about helping people do what they want to do and uh, helping them reach their goals, helping them solve their problems. And if it's anything different than that, 
um, it, it just doesn't measure up, in my opinion. You know, uh, Brian, years ago when I was uh, kind of brand new in the financial services industry, I went to one of those uh, big sales uh, sales training and, and motivational uh, things in a big arena in San Jose, California. And one of the speakers came up to the front of the stage, put his his hand in his pocket and looked at it out at about five, 6,000 people out there in the arena. And he said, he said, your prospects have your money in their pockets and your job is to do everything short of going to jail to get the money out of their pockets and into yours. And that is how sales was taught. It's how it's still taught by some people nowadays. It's how it's yeah. still practiced by some people nowadays and it's why selling has such a lousy reputation and i'm bound and determined to change that and the only way that the only way that it can be changed is for enough salespeople to start to sell in a way that's uh that's right. helpful and not, not not manipulative absolutely and you have what is called elite sales training academy where you help uh, young, new salespeople, and even veteran salespeople learn how to be more effective in their craft. So tell us about your Elite Sales Training Academy. Well, first of all, um, there is, there's a, a new online sales training program that's, that's going to be coming out uh, probably the end of this week. And it takes all of the things that we've talked about tonight and just so much more and we used whiteboard videos, which are really fun and, and keep attention. There's about eight hours of material on it, and it just teaches people how to have a great sales conversation, talks about mindset and attitude and everything from where to find uh, prospects all the way through to um, building relationship after the sales conversation is over, and, and we touch on um, – uh, time management and also on social styles in in the program. So that's sort of the flagship of it. And in addition to that, there's going to be a VIP site that where people can find all kinds of uh, great information. There's going to be a free level to that where they can have um, uh, videos and white papers and articles and just a lot of really good stuff. And the most important thing, I think, is that the Sales Academy has um, uh, a faculty. There are 15 of us, and we teach everything from sales to marketing to branding, uh, leadership, uh, just about anything that has to do with business, sales, uh, success, marketing. Uh, we have somebody that can help a, a company or a salesperson who has needs in any of those areas. And we're very, very excited about that, just getting ready to launch it. Yeah, that's wonderful. That's going to be available toward the end of the week, you think? It is. That's wonderful. That's great. So who is your ideal client? Who's an ideal candidate uh, that you would be looking to, to help? For me personally, um, the ideal client would be uh, a chiropractor, a financial professional, a coach uh, who really want to build their practice and they want to be able to sell to people, uh, sell their services in a way that's not icky or scary. Um, my ideal client would be somebody who 
doesn't think that they already know everything there is to know about sales and they don't need to learn anything else. So they need to be coachable um, and they need to be fun and they need to think I'm funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, there, there was uh, an old sales manager of mine that told me one time, he said, Hugh, if you ain't having fun, you ain't doing it right. And yeah. uh, I, I believe that that's absolutely true. I think I think life is way too short uh, to not have a really really good time. And so, exactly. uh, you know, I want to work with people who are anxious to learn and who like to have a good time, and uh, that really want to learn to be tremendous salespeople. And to uh, our clients uh, very often double, triple, quadruple. We've even had some people that have more than 10 times increased their sales and their incomes. And uh, so I just, I want to, I want to work with fun, motivated people. Yeah, that sounds great. And where can we find information on the elite sales trading Academy? If you go to um, redcapsalescoaching.com, and there's a link for Elite Sales Academy up at the top of the page. And there's a, there's a sample there of the online program that's, that's coming out. Um, if you want to take advantage of that, um, until the, until the program actually goes live, there's a pre-sale going on. You can save 500 bucks right now. Uh, if you if you want to purchase the program now, and um, there's there's information there about um, about the academy and how it's all going to work. That's great. And your book, Take the Icky and Scary Out of Sales, is also available on your website and also on Amazon. Is that right? It is. That's right. Fantastic. And there's one other thing, Brian, that I want to mention, and that is that sure. when you go to the website. There's a little there's a little wizard, a little sales wizard over in the corner. If you click on that sales wizard, it takes you to a short survey. It takes about five minutes to do the survey. And when we receive the survey, we'll make an appointment with you and give you 45 minutes at no at no charge to talk about your your business and your sales. You'll get sales tips. You'll get strategies. Uh, we'll we'll talk with you about whatever difficulties you might be um, experiencing. We'll talk just a little bit about whether RedCap would be a good fit for you in terms of the coaching that we do. And there's absolutely no obligation. There's no pressure. It's just a fun, easy conversation that could be very, very valuable for you. And so we want to make that offer to all of your listeners. That's great. A free 45-minute consultation for those of you in sales or want to learn more about sales or are struggling in your business or career somehow, Hugh can talk to you. And his last name is spelled L-I-D-D-L-E, Hugh Little, and it's redcapcoaching.com. You can find out about his book. You can find out about Elite Sales Training Academy, and we've got less than three minutes to the end. And so let me ask you the question that I ask everybody on this show, who inspires and motivates you? Well, I have to say that uh, the book that changed my life was Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. And I, I just really uh, love his writing, love his speaking, and uh, he's he's been one of the major motivators in my life. And I know one of the guys that you wrote about is just a hero of mine, and that's Jeffrey Gittimer. Uh, yeah. Jeffrey uh, 
is just an icon when it comes to, to sales training. He's awesome. Yeah. And so I think those would probably be my two favorites. That's great. Big goals going forward? Change the way the world looks at selling and salespeople. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And any final thoughts? We've got about a minute and a half to the end. Uh, yeah, maybe just one more thing, and uh, that is that if there's anybody out there in your audience who thinks that you might uh, want to take a look at a career in sales coaching, that is one of the goals that we have. We want to we want to license some folks to be red cap sales coaches uh, this coming year. And so if they want to give me a call and chat about that, I'd love to talk to them about it. And, by the way, that website is redcapsalescoaching, com. Redcapsalescoaching, yes, .com. Yep. There we go. There we go. And you can find his book, Take the Icky and Scary Out of Sales, on Amazon in the Kindle store. You can go to redcapsalescoaching.com to find out more about our wonderful guest, Hugh Little. Thank you so much for being here today. It was a privilege to have you here. Brian, I have had an absolute blast talking with you. And um, uh, just so everybody knows, Brian, you're going to be on my radio show here pretty soon. So be watching yeah. for that because I, I get a chance now to talk talk to Brian and ask him questions. That'll be a lot of fun. So this has been Success Profiles Radio. We are here every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time where I talk to some of the most successful people in the world, learn their secrets, what they overcame, and how we can learn from those things. Again, you can find my book, Success Profiles, Mental Toughness and Sales, on Amazon in the Kindle store. You can also download and subscribe to this show, Success Profiles Radio, for free on iTunes. Please do that. Have yourself a wonderful week. Thank you so very much. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to 